From the Virtual Summit, the Core presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Kendra Cook and Kay Wadnabi. Today's topic, scripting for an effective power hour for realtors. All right, we're ready to roll. Kendra, you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, so let me just introduce the class. I want to make sure everybody is here in the correct class. It's scripting for an effective power hour. Um, just so excited to teach this class because I get to teach it with my mentor. Uh, I want to share a funny story about Kendra because she's been just beating me up for the last five years. Um, but before she moved over to North Carolina, I was on a call with her when she was a coach, and I wasn't even a coach yet. I was a student. And I was having one of my biggest years ever. And I said, you know what? This is my chance. I actually got to try to beat Kendra. She threw up 96 million. I threw up 76 million. She crushed me. And I am never going to be able to beat her again because that was my last opportunity. But I'm just so grateful to have her in my life. I mean, she took me from basically nothing to where I'm at today. Um, been in the core, you know, seven years five years as a student, two years as a coach. I mean, Kendra literally took me from making less than $100,000 to $1.1 million last year. So big props to Kendra. Want to introduce her. Kendra, take Hi. it over. Hey, guys. So glad to be here. Thanks, Kay. Uh, what he doesn't tell you is he gave me a run for my money. So he made me work extra hard just to beat him. But uh, he is one of the funnest people to coach. And listen, if you're here and it's your first summit, this is my words of advice. I said it at the fire pit. If you missed it, get naked quick. Listen, get raw, get real, be vulnerable, surrender, which is the best thing I can give a compliment to a student. I'm going to give it to Kay. I could tell him to go stand on the corner with a sign that says, we'll work for food, and he would do it. And that's that's, right. that's a great student. So, Kay, I'm excited to be here today. This is your class. I'm just here to support you. So you guys are in for a real treat. Let's get it going. Yeah, and I was really excited when me and Kendra got partnered up for this class because Kendra is like the ultimate relationship person. She's also very tactical. Um, I am not the best relationship person. That's something that I'm always working on. Kendra's always getting on me. Rick's always getting on me about it. Um, but I am very tactical. Okay, so you're going to get the best of both worlds today. You're going to get someone that's good at um, relationships. Kendra's very good at tactics. I'm very tactical and also working on relationships as well. Um, so everyone asks me, what is the one thing that changed, you know, everything, your experience in the core got you to where you're at? And number one, and it's not even close, it is the greatness tracker. So before I started working with Kendra, um, I was an Internet guy, very similar to Phil Puma. Um, I'll just give you an example. I was spending about $10,000 a month on Zillow, okay? And that was just Zillow. I'm not going to even tell you all the other stuff that I was spending it on. And one day, Kendra said, okay, I don't really think you're that profitable. I said, wow, the $10,000 I spend is bringing me $25,000 of gross commission income. And she said, ah, right there, gross commission income. Let's break down the numbers. Okay, so she says, Kate, do you work any of the Zillow leads? I said, no, I don't work any of them. She says, great. So let's really work down the numbers here. $25,000 gross commission income. You're working, your buyer's agents are working those deals. They're on a 50-50 split, right? We didn't have salary agents at the time. So now you're making twelve five, And guess what? With that twelve five, you have to pay the $10,000, uh, the Zillow fee. I was like, oh, that's right. 
So it's $2,500 left over, Kay, and guess what? You didn't even count the transaction coordinator. You didn't count the person that is taking some of these calls. Kay, on your Zillow account, you are losing money. Stop it right away. So um, it took me some time to unravel that whole Zillow thing because I was so afraid um, because it gave me like a false sense of security because all the leads kept coming in and in and in. And she said, Kay, just trust me. We'll work on your greatness tracker and I'm going to help you fix this. Okay. That was about a year and a half, probably two years ago. Okay. And last month in the biggest coronavirus craziness you've ever seen, I hit my highest warm referral on a lead tracker that I've ever had in a month. I had 73 warm leads and it all came down to me working the greatness tracker. Um, really what I want you to get out of this class today is I want you to take just two tactics, okay, to master just two theme days. Because I believe to master a greatness tracker, it does take a while, okay? I believe that the greatness tracker is probably the biggest form in the core that we tend to abuse. What I mean about that, okay, is we write down people when we have a conversation with them. We write down people that we didn't call intentionally. We write down people just to write down people because in the core, we never want you to turn in an empty greatness tracker, okay? We've been using this, this form as a task because Kay said I had to do it. Kendra said I had to do it, but not as a tool to really help you out. This is one of the most, and for me, it's the most powerful form that we have. You want to blow up? Do your greatness tracker, okay? You actually look at most of the things that every day when you're working your greatness tracker, if you want to build your business, Greatness tracker. You want to use it to hire? Greatness tracker. Look at the leads down at the bottom. If you're not getting to all of them and you're looking at it every day, you need to hire. You lead track. You look at your lead conversion. You look at your gratitude with your thank you cards. You even look at your hours work, your video. So it, it encompasses every single thing that you need to do daily. Okay. Um, and I know a lot of us struggle with lead tracking, right? But if you're doing it every day on your greatness tracker, you should never really struggle with it. So this is a very important form. Um, and the greatness tracker has evolved, right? It just changed twice this year. In the beginning of the year, it was you can only write down the person, the name if you did an ask or a program. And that was an eye-opening experience for a lot of people because for a long time, we were just writing the names of someone who we talked to. And I don't know where that changed because when I got in, it was you only write down when you ask. And somehow I must have got lazy, picked up a bad habit, and I started writing down just the people that I spoke to, okay? One thing that I told my students early on in this semester is I want to see some empty greatness trackers. And I know Kendra's probably like rolling in her in her suit right now, I was like, what are you doing, Kay? What are you doing? I want to see some empty greatness trackers because I want to see the truth. For me to properly coach you, I need to see where you're struggling, what days you're struggling with, okay, what scripting you're struggling with. So guess what? There was not one person, even on my coaching calls, coaches, when we switched to the 60 asks that you write down, that one person did it all. And that was the truth, and that's what we wanted to see so that we could see where we were struggling. And then that just recently evolved to the isolation marketing. 100 talk-tos a week, 
okay? 20 virtual face-to-faces a week. So I know we have a lot of new people on the call, and I just want to recap the days uh, for the Greatness Tracker. If you want to turn to page, page 50, those are the theme days that we use, okay? Monday, we call our VIPs. Tuesdays, we make status update calls to our current clients or clients in contract. Wednesdays, we call hot and old leads. Thursdays, which this is what Kendra's going to teach you because I still struggle with this, and I'll be honest, Kendra's been beating me up for a really long time, and I'm going to talk about some things in here. But Kendra's going to actually teach that part. And then Friday, okay, business builder, and these are where you put your whale calls in. All right, so uh, we're going to actually jump into the VIPs, but before that, I want everybody to know you can ask questions during this call, okay? Um, the way you do it, there's a button on your chat if you want to raise your hand, okay? We're going to have two sessions where we can, we're going to open it up to some calls, and we're going to talk about the Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday calls and scripts, then we're going to open it up for some questions there, and then we're going to uh, cap off with Thursday and Friday, and then we're going to end with the Q&A. All right. Kendra, is there anything that you wanted to add? Anything that I missed? Nope. You're doing a great job. Let's jump in. Let's give these guys some scripts. All right. So Monday. Okay. And, and when we designed this class, I wanted to design it for what we're dealing with right now. Okay. The 100 talk to's, the 20 face-to-face, all the virtual stuff, I don't think that's going to go away anytime soon. Okay. But that should not stop us from making the calls. It should not stop us from doing the business. All right, so we're going to go over some tactics that will take you all the way through November. So when you take this class again, we're going to be teaching you some other stuff to get you to whatever that next summit will be. So right now, your VIPs. I have 47 VIPs. I know if Rick was in this class, he would be chopping my head off right now. I have 47 VIPs. I'm being honest. I don't have 50. Okay? I got to work on that. All right? Um, I call them... I call them, uh, right now, I'm actually calling them a lot more because we have to hit the 100 calls. So right now, I have a lot of professionals and a lot of business owners on my VIP list. Okay, so let's talk about what I'm seeing right now with VIPs. I have two types of VIPs, okay? The ones that are scared on what's going on, and there's a whole lot of them, and the ones that are not scared but I don't treat the call any differently. So I want everybody to write this down because I know Rick talked about this before, okay? Number one is when you have these conversations, you want to find the need. Number two is you want to fill the need. And Dayton, just the other day, I just learned this. I just even adjusted my class because Dayton the other day added this to it to ask. Ask for the order ask or program, and that's something that I was missing for a really long time. So find the need, fill the need, ask or program, okay? So let's talk about the people right now that are scared, okay? I am calling these people, I call them every single week. So out of my 47, 12 of them are very, very scared. Restaurant owners, bar owners, other people that got laid off, so I'm calling them every single week. A lot of these people did so much for me, gave me so much business, and a lot of them are my dear friends. I need to check in on them, okay? Number one thing that I'm talking to them about because I have a lot of business owners is the SBA loan. 
I think if you have business owners and you have not pushed them to do that, you're doing them a disservice. Okay? But I'm going to let you in on a little secret. The SBA loan is probably out now. So write this down. There's one other one called Main Street Lending. It's another program that will be coming out for all the people that got nervous or got paralyzed because of the fear and didn't act on it. Main Street Lending is the next thing that's coming out, and it's going to be a pretty big wave. So I want to make sure that you give that to them. I literally would call some of my restaurant owners, and I'm going to, and I'm, I'm afraid to admit this. Some of the restaurants I actually I'm a part owner in. Don't ever buy a restaurant. The core doesn't teach you to buy a restaurant, so don't ever do that. Focus on your bread and butter. I know Kendra's ready to kill me right now because she didn't know that. But I literally had calls with these people, and they were so afraid that they were paralyzed that they did nothing. And I said, as a VIP for them and the VIP for me, I need I owe them, number one, provide them some coaching. Number two, provide them some motivation, a push. And number three is I wanted to provide them a plan. And what that plan is, is a budget. One thing a lot of these professionals have is they make a ton of money. And over this last five, six-year run, everybody made money, and they thought that this run was going to last forever. But what just happened? Coronavirus hit. We lost 30% of our money in the stock market. And they didn't have a saving. I did a bad job of a VIP. I never did my budgeting class. I should, I should correct that. I do a budgeting class every quarter, but they never came to it. Okay, so Kendra, I want to do a quick role play with you. I want you to be one of my scared business owners. Okay. Okay, I want you to be one of my scared business owners. I don't want to kind of walk you through the conversation that I have so that if you have someone in your VIP plan, this is, type, this is the type of conversation that you have to have. So ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Kendra, this is Kay with the Property Partners been a while. How are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. You know, we're in a pandemic, right? Yeah, yeah. How are you holding up? I'm terrified, scared, confused. Talk to me. What's going on? Well, I don't know. Every day is a new emotion. I've been mad. I've been angry. I've been sad. I've been depressed. I've been scared. I don't know. I've been through every emotion during this thing. How about you? You know, um, I'm pretty fortunate right now. You know, we, we were essential, so we didn't shut down. But I have a lot of other clients and a lot of other business owners that are going through what you through. And one thing that I want to do is I want you to know that I am here to help. Okay. Um, I know right now that you're probably, your, your business is shut down. So one thing that I want to talk to you about is have you done your SBA loan? And I know you heard about it, but have you done it? No, I wouldn't have got any anyway, Kay. You know, I'm just a little small mom and pop. It's too much work. You know, that's a big that's a big myth that's out there. I'm considered a small mom and pop. Um, I have Daphne on my team that's actually mastered that, you know, that um, application for it. I want to put you on a call with her to help you out, okay? Really? She would do that? Yeah, absolutely. She knows all the paperwork. She knows it in and out. She did it. I got approved. I got approved on the second time around, but I want her to make sure you she's going to help you out. Does that sound good? Gosh, that would be awesome. I just didn't think I would get anything, so I didn't bother. Yeah, you know, a lot of people do feel the same way, um, but that's what that's what you have me. I'm here to help. One thing I want to do for you as well is I'm actually doing a virtual budgeting class, 
for a lot of my professionals. This is the time where we need to make sure we know our expenses, we know our savings, and we're actually putting money away because we just don't know what's going to happen. I'm going to have one next week, Saturday. Can I count on you to be there? Yes, for sure. All right. So when I get you out of this thing, okay, because it's going to pass, can I count on you for one client before the end of the Gosh, year? Gosh, Kay, I, yeah, I'm going to owe Daphne one, too, if she helps me get some money, right? Absolutely. You're the best. I can't wait to see you. Click. So that's the role play that I'm having because I have a lot of people that are afraid. The role play that you have for the not-so-scared, right, it's just basically business as usual. There's nothing there that we're changing, nothing there that we're getting too fancy with, all right? But it's still attacked the same way. Find a need, fill the need, and ask for business. Um, one thing that I am doing with my VIPs, and this is to help me fulfill the virtual piece, the 20 face-to-faces virtually, because I'd love to see these people. And I want to throw out a stat. So can I sell about, you know, close to 400 houses a year? And last year, 160 people that I closed on came from my VIP list. Where should I spend a lot of my time? VIP. Absolutely, right? It's foolish for me to just say, you know what? Mm -mm, I'm not going to do it. I'm just going to focus on my work because my work is hanging out with my VIPs. So one thing that I've created, I want everybody to write this down. For the VIPs, the business owners, I've created a virtual, basically, sharing networking group, okay? We have it every other Friday. Anybody on my VIP is welcome, but they're also welcome, and I ask them to bring any other business owner that they feel that I should be in business with, they feel I should meet, Okay. okay? So they're helping me to meet other people during this time because, as you know, it's very difficult to meet other people. So I'm utilizing my VAPs to help me meet other people, but bringing people together so where we can talk about best practices. We can talk about different things that they're doing that is successful, but we also can provide people a way where we can network and share businesses. One thing that I do, since I do control a lot of real estate, is I send out a lot of referrals. Okay, And I know there's a lot of people say, oh, I don't have a lot of referrals. The more you're in the core and you start to do more business, you will have referrals. You just have to understand having a buyer or having a person in your database or having a listing, there's so many referral opportunities that you can um, capitalize on. And that's another class, and we'll talk about it. And you can reach out to me to go over that. But that's what we're doing for our people that um, that are not afraid, okay? And I'm actually ramped up. Instead of calling them once a month, I'm actually calling them twice a month. Okay, I got to get through those 100 calls. All right, so let's jump into our Tuesday. So Tuesday is our status update calls. One thing that I do is I added a Monday call that my team takes care of. And the reason why I did that was because I didn't want to stay on the phone explaining every single thing about where they're at, all the terminology, and any additional questions that my TC could answer. Okay. So they're giving them an update on Monday, but one thing that we added during this time is they need to add a stress check. Hey, Kendra, how are you doing? How are you feeling? Is there anything that we can do to help serve you better make this as experience? Their job is to gather that information for me, the stress, Mm. so that they can provide it to me so that when I make that call, I'm addressing their stress or anything that they're unclear of, 
And the reason why I added this in addition to that is that everybody in your organization has a duty to lead generate, not just the salespeople, okay, even your staff. I only hand out a bonus, and I think we give bonuses out too easily these days, okay? When I hand out a bonus to a transaction coordinator, it is, to, it is because they went above and beyond the normal job roles and expectations. Right now, we just hand out bonuses for them just transaction coordinating the file. What if the file made a mistake? What if we didn't knock it out of the park? So one thing that I added, and this is going to help you feel your greatness tracker, because we all struggle with CCRs. Okay, we all struggle. I struggle with it. I see Phil, I mean, we, we close 30 deals a month and we get eight and 10. Why aren't we getting 20 to 30? We should get one CCR for every single person that we work. Okay, so I hand out a bonus for every time my transaction coordinator hits it. It's a $20 bonus if she makes her weekly calls, gets me all the stress checks, and asks for business two times within the transaction. Okay, the, adding the stress check helped them build a relationship so they can add as well. I doubled my CCR count because of this. Mm. And when they get a CCR, we celebrate huge. They get a CCR, once it goes into contract and close, they get a $250 bonus. So I wanted to incentivize them to do it so that they would continue to do it. We'd make it exciting and they can make some extra money, okay? Let me just go over when I ask for business during this time, okay? So let's take a buyer transaction, for example. There's referral moments within the transaction, okay? I don't ask every single call every single week. If it was a tough negotiation and they are a little upset, I'm not asking during that time. If the appraisal came in low and they're on the seller side, I'm not asking during that time, okay? If the repair negotiations didn't go so smooth, I'm not asking. So let's talk about some of the referral moments. You get a really good deal on the buyer side, okay, and they're excited. Ask for a CCR, and we're going to actually go over what that looks like here shortly. Your repair negotiations, that went really well, and you knocked it out of the park. That's another ask. Appraisal, that's another ask. The moment you set them up for the closing appointment, that's another ask. And one thing that we did add to this, and I'm still counting this as a CCR, a one-week follow-up after the transaction has closed to make sure everything is good, they got their home warranty package, they got the closing gift, and if there's anything else that we can do for them, and then we can ask for a CCR. So, Kendra, let's do, since that's something that we've, we've added, right, and a lot, I know a lot of people are not doing it, the post-close one-week call. Okay. So let's do that. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Kendra, this is Kay Watanabe with the Property Partners. Wanted to check in with you. How was your first week in the home? It's good, but we're still in box heaven. You know what that you know is, what right? You, Lots of boxes. Uh, you know, you, you might be there for a while. Just want to let you know. Okay. I'm going to give you a little bit of advice, though. So, Box Heaven, if you see it staying there after three months and you don't know what it is, you probably want to toss it. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, we're pack rats. Yeah. That's probably a great idea. Yeah. 
So one thing I want to make sure you got, did you receive your home warranty paperwork in the mail? We did, yes. Got it in the okay, same Okay, perfect. Place. You know, we, we already discussed that, and you know the benefits of it, okay? But one thing, if, you, if anything happens during this time, I want you to call me first because I, I don't want you to call the 1-800 number. I want you to sit. I want to sit you with Barb, my local rep, if anything happens in the home, okay? Okay, that sounds good. But I got to ask, ask you, is, anything, is everything going smooth for you? Yeah, yeah, we're doing good. Finally sleeping good and getting used to the noises in the house, but we're great. It was a great, great All event. Right. For Fantastic. Us. And Kendra, I just want to ask you one thing. Did we do a good job for you? You did, absolutely. Been thrilled with you, Daphne. The whole group was great. Awesome. Can I ask you for a favor? Sure. I need you to send me one of your family members that came to look at the house with you. I want to, I want one of them, and I want you to talk me up. I want one of them in the next three months. Can you do that for me? Absolutely. Okay, I'll do that for you. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a great All right. day. All right. So um, that's what that's what we've added, and it's it's been huge. And I know some people might say, you know what, that you already closed the deal. It's not a CCR. No, you're still working with that person. Mm-hmm. Remember, your job doesn't doesn't end right when you close. I think you still have a, a duty to these people within a week, within three months, and it will go on for a year. And then after about a month, I would say that will turn into a, you know, a PCR if you do get something yeah, in there. We, the, you, you can, yeah, it's 30 days. So 30 days from closing, we clarified that with Rick one time at a summit. So from the day of closing for 30 days, it's still CCR. Because remember, uh, another little tip here that Kay didn't say, but I know he does. In your pre-listing packet, you're going to put a we need your help form in there. So, you know, we're, we're programming them for these referrals from the get-go. So if they complete that form, you know, a couple weeks after closing, say, hey, you want to come by or can I take a picture of this and send it to you? For 30 days, you hope that you, they're still excited and they're still talking about you. So there will be some referrals that come in. So um, use the we need your help form. It's a start. Use we need your help form at the closing, and then look for those red flags, which Kay gave you some ideas about to close for CCRs uh, throughout the process. Great job. Yeah. And you know what, Kendra? i got to be honest, and I want to be honest with everybody on the call. I need to do a better job of that, okay, because right now we're do- I'm doing it at the closing, mm-hmm. and it's not working that well for me. So can you give me – just give me some coaching on where I should add it, because I know with, with some of the new people – on the call, I know Rick uses it at the end, but what do you see the most success with um, for CCRs from all the people that you've coached? So the best thing you can do is pre-program everybody that your business is built on referrals from the get-go, okay. right? So when you call to set up a listing appointment or for us to show you a house, we ask you, how did you find out about us, right? So give a lot of honor to the person who referred them to you. So when you go on the listing appointment, in the pre-listing packet, on the left-hand side is we need your help form. On my slide presentation, I do a PowerPoint on my iPad, um, and one of the slides in there is I'm a 100% referral-based business. I do not pay for advertising or leads, so your referrals are very important to me. So I touch base at, at that time at the presentation, and I refer back to the we need your help form in the pre-list pack. And then, again, when I go to the closing, I give them a copy of everything, and I have another we need your help form in there. So the main thing is is you have to program them from start to finish. Nobody wants to wait until the end because if something goes sour or bad, and even if it's not your fault, you're going to get blamed for it, right? So if you start pre-programming from the get-go all the way to the end, at some point in time in there, you're going to get some referrals. So you want to make sure that you set the expectation right off the bat. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Um 
that was my one thing today was the we, the we need your help form uh, to utilize it in the beginning versus the end because I, I'm so frustrated with myself sometimes. I know we talked about this <laughs> over and over and over. And, but that's the beauty about, you know, these summits is just something that we can add on because you can't add everything. Right. Right. So, you know, that's going to be one of my big tactics that I'm going to take away. And one thing, everybody write that down. If you're not using the, we need your help form, start it right away. That's going to be something that could, I mean, I get, we need, I get CCRs from my, we need your help form and I do it the wrong way. Imagine if you, I did it in the beginning, program them while everybody's asking, including myself throughout the transaction, and then ending it with the we need your help, I'm going to probably double, what do you think, is it double than what I'm getting right now? Yep, it will. All right. So um, so that's our that's our status update calls. Wednesdays, we call our leads, hot and old leads. So one thing that at everybody at this level should have a CRM. If you're tracking in Excel, you're tracking on note cards, we got to graduate past that. <laughs> okay, we do. I mean, it's, now with the cost for what you can get a CRM for, I mean, you can get top producer for $40 a month. I use Boomtown. I'm going to tell you right now, if I could go back to something that was a little more cost effective, I would. I've just got thousands of leads in there, and I don't want them shutting down my, my website. But there are very, very cost effective uh, CRMs out there. And this is an important day, and I think it's a very overlooked day, Kendra, with um, the Greatness Tracker. And I'm going to share a quick story. Uh, so I'm on a call with Phil Puma. Okay, I actually compete with him, him and Patrick Conway. And Phil Puma's been locked up, can't even leave the house, can't show houses, all right? I mean, this guy has a beard. He looks like a homeless guy. And you guys saw Phil Puma, the other, I mean, up on that stage, super clean cut, Okay. And he put up an over $200,000 pay log. And I'm like, gosh, man, not even a coronavirus scare pandemic could stop him from doing a lot of business. I thought this was going to be my chance to take him down. <laughs> and he just smacked me last month showing me, you know, what's going on. But I asked him, I said, Phil, you're locked up. How did you do it? Okay. He says, okay, I had a really good pipeline. So when you start looking at your Wednesday calls in your leads, you have to start building a pipeline. People really don't take this part too seriously. Okay. But I've got an actual student that I coach that we, when we looked at her greatness tracker and I said, Hey, your ads, you get like 18 of them per month on average, you convert zero. Mm. Why is that? She goes, Oh, those are just sign calls. They're not that important. Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like calling you out on the call, Jess. She's an awesome student. Very, very awesome. But I told her I'd call her out to the end of time until she gets it fixed. Beauty of coaching, right? I will remind you till I bug you to the end of time, okay? So one thing that you have to remember is you can't just focus on the people that when you're building this pipeline, you can't focus on the people that are just the 30-day and 60-day people, okay? Where Phil was a lot better than me, was he had his 30-day people, he had his 60-day people, he had his 90-day people, his six-month people, his 12-month people, his two-year people, okay? So every time he got to these Wednesday calls, he wasn't just standing around twiddling his thumbs thinking, who do I call during this time? He always had someone to call. 
someone to nurture, okay? And I want to give you a little stat. From my sign call, open house, and internet, I just took an average. From the time the sign call, internet lead come in, before they actually, and when you take out the slam dunks, I'm counting a slam dunk 30 to 60 day people. Take them out. You take all the others, the average time before they met with us was five and a half months. Wow. So if you are not building a pipeline mm. and throwing those leads away, you could literally double your business. Double your business. When people ask me, okay, how did you go from two to 400 sales? Having a pipeline was a part of that, a huge part of that. Okay, so I don't struggle. And my, my thing is I always have 30 people in my pipeline at all times. 30 people. One drops out, I got to go hunt down for another. Keeping 30 people in there at all times. I'm telling you, Phil probably has 50 or 60 of them. That's why he was able to beat me when I'm still essential and he was locked in his basement. <laughs> okay? And Jay said it the best yesterday. This is relationship sales. This is not someone that you have to close every single time. That's a myth. That's a myth. You don't, this is not car sales. This is not phone sales. You don't have to close them every time you talk to them. You just have to stay in front of them and nurture. Let me just show you what that looks like. So Kendra, um, you're somebody that I, I got and I continue to talk to you. And I'm going to just tell you, this is really simple. So ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Kendra, Kay Watanabe with the Property Partners. How's it going? Hey, Kay, I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Hey, just wanted to check in. Um, I know you told me you're about six months out. I want to make sure, are you still getting my emails with the properties? I know you wanted three-bedroom, two-bath, e-cider on that $250,000 range. You still getting them? I am, yeah. They kind of slowed down a little bit. Not, my, not much going on in the market, but I am getting them. Okay, is there anything that you want me to adjust? Maybe I can do some adjustments. Do you want me to push it out further, or do you want to stay focused on just that area? No, I'll just stay where I am. I'm not in too big of a hurry. Okay, so I'm going to continue to send these to you. I just need you to do me a favor. If there's uh, any property that you want to see, okay, or something that, you know, you are not seeing enough of, I just need you to give me a call, all right? Sure. Is text okay? I'm better at texting. Absolutely, absolutely. And Kendra, one thing that I'm just going to let you know, I'm going to follow up with you every month, okay? So if there's anything that you need me to adjust or change, I'm going to be there to do it. But just do me a favor. If you see something or if you drive by a new construction site, make sure you call me because I can get you a great deal on some of those new construction homes, okay? Sounds great. Thanks so much for checking in. All right. Take care. Y'all, so that was powerful. Close me twice. Twice. That's How many of all you? it is. Oh. How many of you don't even close the first time? You're just like, hey, if you need me, call me. How many of you actually do that? Raise your hand. Let's be real. We're getting naked here. We're getting transparent. I do right? It. Yeah. I mean, gosh, to say that twice, I mean, he closed me and then he closed me again. That was really powerful. You guys need to be using that script for sure. Yeah. So uh, we're going to jump into uh, some Q&A here. But one thing that you have to do. Okay, and we do it on a coaching call all the time. Is you have to practice some of these things. Mm -hmm. The more you practice, the more you get comfortable. And I'm going to tell you the truth: the more you practice and the more you're dialed in, the less objections that you get. Like when people ask me, "Hey, what kind of obje objections do you get?" It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't really get too many of them. I just don't, right? Because you're so dialed in, you're so credible, you're just so on point 
that's what tends to happen. So let's open it up to some questions. We've got about five minutes here before we jump into the next set of calls. Do we have any questions in the queue? Yeah, D uh, Powell just um, typed in, how does Bill organize his leads for CRM? How does he do it? Okay, so the question was, how do you guys uh, organize your pipelines, uh, those to be buyers and to be sellers, and I will tell you, I coach both Phil and Kay, so I'll answer this, uh, and for sake of time, they have a CRM. So when you have a potential buyer or you have a potential seller, they go in your CRM and they're labeled potential buyer or potential seller, and there's an action campaign that is launched. So every five to seven days, Something's going to pop up. I've seen Phil's uh, CRM firsthand. Something's going to pop up that says a video needs to go to Kendra Cook. And then five days later, it's going to say you need to check in with phone call Kendra Cook. And seven days later, it's going to say send a handwritten note to Kendra Cook. And then five days later, as a seller, it's going to say send uh, listing tips to Kendra Cook, right? So, guys, this is where we get in the weeds, okay? We want to remember everything up here. Well, let me just tell you all, we're not that smart, okay? When you're doing buyers and sellers and transactions and teams and pandemic and groceries and kids and homeschool, you're not going to remember that. So when you guys put it on the lead tracker and you say, oh, I'll just call them every 30 days, let me assure you that system's not going to work. And then you're going to make the call, and this is what you're going to get. Oh, oh, okay, gosh, gosh, I've been meaning to call you. I went into the open house on Sunday, and they told me if I didn't have an agent, I could save some money. And so, I'm really sorry, but I already bought a house. How many of that? How many of you will confess that that has happened to you before? Oh. I will do both hands, both feet, and all ten toes and fingers. Right? It's happened to me so many times because I think I will remember to stay in touch with those people. Stop thinking you're going to remember to do that. Kay talked about a CRM. If you don't have a CRM. This weekend, pull out your notebooks or whatever you got and go to your Outlook calendar or the phone on your, uh, the calendar on your phone and go ahead and start putting some reminders on there to call this buyer, call this seller. Cause listen y'all, I promise you that everybody that you know knows three realtors minimum. Three. Minimum. So they're gonna go to church or they're gonna go to somebody's house or they're gonna go somewhere and they're gonna go, oh, Meet my friend. He just got his real estate license. He's looking for his first deal. Would you give him a break? They're going to be like, oh, yeah. They forgot all about you. Okay? Even the past clients do that to us. Let's not fool ourselves. When you guys don't stay in touch with your database and you drive by and you see a sign of someone else in your client's yard, you get mad at the client and you call me. Oh, my dirty dog past seller at 123 ABC Street just screamed me. Somebody else's signs in there. I know they cut their commission. How many of you have called me or your coach with that? Go ahead, confess. Go ahead. It ain't your client's fault. It's yours. Yep. It's yours. So stop pointing the finger and bashing people for something that they don't deserve to be bashed for. You should be bashing yourself. Use the CRM. Use your Outlook calendar. Put some drip campaigns. Listen, if you're in the core, we have these campaigns. We can send them to you. Don't reinvent the wheel. One of my sales guys is sitting right here running my Q&A. He will tell you two things that I want to wrap this section up with. First of all, practice your scripts in the car. How many times do we talk about that? I say, people don't know that you're not talking to yourself. They think you're talking to Bluetooth. Practice your scripts. 
if you're not comfortable when you call people, they're going to know. So yep. stop telling your team, practice your scripts, and then you don't practice them. Poor, poor leadership, okay? And number two, follow up, follow up, follow up. I know that's another class, but guys, goodness sakes, you leave so much money on the table without follow up. Now, one of the things I just wrote down, and Hal's going to hold me accountable to it, is I call every new sale that comes into my level one sales department every week on Friday. I guaranteed my guys, no matter how many sales, I will call everybody before I leave on Friday. Okay? Well, guess what is now going to go out after my call? Because I always say, Hal's going to take great care of you, so keep him in mind for your future referrals. What do you think I'm going to send as soon as I hang up the phone from now on? We need your help form. Right? So if you're checking in on a buyer's agent's client that just went under contract, why don't you say, how is Susie doing? If you don't mind, I'm going to send over a form because I know you're going to come into touch with a lot of people that are going to be buying or selling in the next couple weeks while we're going through this process. So I'm going to send you this form so you can make sure that you write their names and numbers down when you talk to them and you can give those back to me or Susie the next time you see us. Y'all. That is mic drop. That is like we should have more referrals and we know what to do with, right? So that's my input on your Wednesday calls that you guys are leaving out there because you're not using follow-ups probably on your Tuesdays too. So there you go, Kay. So let's jump into our Thursday call. Um, This is something, I'll be honest, I've struggled for for the – like, gosh, Kendra, ever since you knew me, right? Yep. Struggled on it. And let me tell you why I struggled. And this is, I'm actually getting a lot better at it. We have 2,000 people in my database. And when you look at the list that used to come to me, I actually have an old list. It was just massive. And I'm like, Kendra, I don't want to make these calls. Some people I don't like, some people I don't know. So get them out of there. Get them out of there. Get that down to the 400 that you call. And I said, I don't want to waste the two other 2,000. I don't want to waste it. He was like, hey, that's what you do with all your video and all that other stuff and all your social media and Vimbo and Bumble, whatever that stuff is, okay? So she got it down to 400. So now my list looks like this, so much more manageable, and I only keep the people in there that, hey, I had a great great transaction with, okay? We saw eye to eye with it. I felt I feel comfortable calling them. And the great part about it, where I'm starting to build a lot more relationships, is we have a My Closings form. I call the people that my buyer's agents are selling because for years I didn't do that. And for years I lost people in that database because I didn't own that lead. That lead went to my buyer's agent when they left. Okay? So this is where Kendra really blows it up. Kendra, can you uh, really show us a solid role play that you can educate me, educate the, the crew on? Yes, and let me give you guys just a couple tips before we do the, the role play. Um, he referenced a database with 2,000 people in it. That's not a database. Let's be crystal clear. A database are people who know, like, and trust you, okay? Yeah. So these are your family, your friends, your past clients, your current clients, your business partners, um, people in your church, people in your rotary group. These are people that know you. So I love when we get people like Kay, and he's like, oh, I have 2,000 people in your database. I'm like, would those 2,000 people know you if you walked in the restaurant? Nope. Would you know those 2,000 if you walked in the restaurant? Nope. Then that's not a database, okay? Let's not confuse a database with a geographic farm, 
Okay? So when we're talking about database, and on Thursday, you're calling database calls. These are people that, okay, so I coach all 10 of the coaches right now. Me and Rita are coached by Rick, and these guys are all coached by me. I just did their 90-day surveys, just as all you guys did, and eight of my 10 have the hardest day making their Thursday their Thursday database calls. What do we teach? Relationship-based business, people who know, like, and trust us. Oh, don't think my Thursday calls next week aren't going to be, ooh, I'm going to crush some coaches. Okay? Better get ready, Kay. You're on the list. Um, but listen, people who know, like, and trust you. Okay? So when you make these calls, they should be the easiest calls you make all week long. All week long. There are already people who know you. Now, what you're going to learn about me tomorrow on Friday when we start talking about Friday calls here, I don't cold call. Now, I know this is being recorded, and Rick Ruby sitting on the other side of this wall probably jumping out of his skin. I don't cold call. I learned the way to leverage people who know, like, and trust me to refer me. So the biggest thing you should take away right now is that Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday calls, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday calls, you should be asking for who in their sphere you should know. Who's your favorite CPA? Do you have somebody that manages your money? Hey, I'm looking to add a divorce attorney. I'm not wishing a divorce on you, but do you know one? I need a family law person. Hey, I'm looking for somebody who manages seniors' money. I have some senior clients. All week long, all I'm doing is gathering names and information. And I ask them to connect me with the person through an email. And guess what? When I call, it's no longer a cold call. How many times do you guys get calls from a new realtor that says, hey, can I pick your brain? I don't know about y'all, but I ain't got no brain left to pick, right? I mean, I'm servicing family, friends, office, core, coaching students, clients. There's, there's no more time, right? So not that I would say no, but I'm hesitant. Versus if I get an email that connects me, Michael Nathanson, I don't know if he's on here, but he connected me to a gentleman in Florida recently, and I made time to make that call this week before I came into the summit because it was a referral from somebody in the program. Okay? So ask them to connect, and then you never make a cold call again. That's tomorrow's call, but that's your tip of the week. If you really leverage these four days to gather information of people that you should know, and when you call them on Friday – You'll never make a cold call. I don't cold call. That's why I never could buy leads because I can't cold call anybody. Don't know how to close them, right? So Thursday, people know I can trust you. Should be about four or 450 people, all right? And when you call them, it should be the happiest day of the week. I would make those calls in the afternoon. If you were at the fire pit last night, you heard Rick talk about that. We've given you the easiest system possible to get through the database twice a year. You all just choose not to do it. Now, I love when you guys tell me, oh, I don't want to bother anybody. I don't want to look desperate. Let me give you a tip. You are, you're desperate. You got bills to pay, mouths to feed, cars to drive, gas. Let's not be stupid. We're desperate. We need leads. So you can pay for them or you can ask for them. I would prefer you ask, okay? So your past clients should be your best source of business. It should be the easiest day. And listen, if you're truly in relationship with your database, 
and you leave a voicemail, they will call you back. Okay? So I'm going to call you, Kay, and we're going to go through exactly what Kay talked about on Monday. I'm going to find a need, and I'm going to fill a need with him as a past client. Because I know if I give him something he wants, he's going to give me something I want, right? So you'll see my two questions. Hopefully he'll play right into this and give me something. So let's see. Ring, ring. Hello. Hey, Kay, it's Kendra Cook at Cook Realty Partners. How are you? Hey, doing good, Kendra. It's been about three months since we talked. What's happening? How's this pandemic getting, up, getting through? How are you getting through? Uh, a little scared. You know, my wife lost her job. I'm, fortunately, I'm still working. I a little scared. I understand that. There's a lot of people in that position, but you know what? I can help you with that. Let's see. Um, what did she do again? I'm not sure that I remember. Uh, she worked, like, in a hospital area that's just not, you know, they're not open up as much or not doing surgery, so she got let go. That's awesome. You know what? I have a couple doctors in my database. Would you have her send me her resume? Because I want to make sure uh, that I pass that around and circulate that and help Kristen get back to work. Is that okay? Oh, wow. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I'll get that out right away. Thank okay. you. You still have my email address, right? I do. Okay, good. And how's Jacob? You know, have you heard we're, we're battling some stuff right now with that. So he's, he's battling. He's um, super strong super active, and I can tell you, the kids are a lot stronger than we are. Amen. Well, I'm going to keep praying for him. I know you guys have been Thank in a you. storm, but you know what? One thing about it, we're either going in a storm, we're in a storm, or we're coming out of a storm. So uh, this too shall pass. Thank you. All right. And you're still working over at Dell, right? That's right. Okay, fantastic. Any, any, you know, Anything on the horizon that that might change? No, I mean, we're, we're busy. We're really busy right now. I love it. I love it. Well, I know with the summer, it's kind of weird. We're not going to talk about a summer vacation right now. Maybe if uh, this gets lifted, we'll all get to take a weekend trip or something. But Oh, can't wait. Me too. Hey, before I run, I want to make sure that you guys still love your home. We do. We do. Okay. If there was one thing you could change about it, what would you change? You know, we wanted to build a pool, um, but that was before all this hit, and we were on target for it, but now we're just we're looking to save some money. Probably a smart move, but in the email, once you send me Kirsten's resume, I'm going to send you back my pool guy. He is amazing. Okay. He's licensed. He's done a lot of pools in your area. I trust him. Uh, I know you can trust him, so I'll send, him that inform- I'll send you his information if that's okay, with your permission. So that would be great. Awesome. Thank you. All right, Betty. Well, before I let you run, last thing. Who do you know that's going to buy or sell this year? You know, I have to find clients just like you. You guys are some of my favorites. So yep. anybody on your radar? Yeah, you know, I have a sister that has been talking to me about buying a home. And, you know, I feel so bad I should have, you know, should have sent her right over. But I'll make sure I do that. Uh, I'll do that right away. I appreciate it. I'll be looking for that, the resume, and I'll get you the pool guy information before the end of the business day. Is there anything else I can do for you? No, we're good. Thank you. I appreciate you. Stay safe. Take care. Take care. Y'all, that is that is a Ford call. That is, I found it. He gave me the need up front. I didn't. That, I was going to go to what do you love about your house, and if you could change one thing, what would you change? Y'all, that's that's the game changer. When you're calling a past client, do you still love your house? If you could change one thing, what would it be? You're going to find out they need a painter, they need a pool guy, their landscaping stinks, their lawnmower's broke, and all you have to do is fill that need. Now. When you're a pro, all of those people are on your Monday calls. So all I do is go to my Monday call, get my VIP pool guy. I connect them through an email. Hey, Joe, this is Kay. 
He's thinking about a pool. It might be three to six months, but I want to make sure that you guys have each other's information. Now I've filled a need for my Monday guy. I filled a need for my Thursday guy, and I'm going to get a referral. How hard is that? Those are, should be their easiest calls you ever make, you guys. Stop putting those off. Letter of the heart. Do your client parties. Make your calls a letter a week. I promise you, you'll have more referrals than you know what to do with. And those people are fun because when they come to you, they're not beating you up for commission, and they will work around your schedule because Kay's probably going to say, hey, she doesn't work weekends, so you'll have to look at houses through the week, but it's worth it, right? Let somebody else endorse you without you having to pay and beg people to work with you. So that's my Thursday call. And you know what? I She does it, and it's not like these calls – or, oh, you only get the easy one. Okay, you didn't really give her a hard time. If you're really dialed in and you do it consistently and you're in relationship with these people, mm-hmm. that's how the call goes. Because yep. I get a call a few times a year from Kendra. She runs through that same Ford thing, okay, and I don't even know, like, it, what she's really doing. She's just having a conversation. At the end of the day, don't forget, have a conversation and talk to a person, okay? But she always asks me, okay, I need some help from you. I need you to give me two people for the summit. And I'm like, okay, not a problem because we're in such tight relationship and it's not the first time she's asking me, so I already know. Yeah, can, right, I, and can, I, can I give you guys a quick voicemail too? Because some of you may say, well, I get a lot of voicemails if I call during the day. The voicemail is just enticing. Oh, my gosh, okay, it's Kendra Cook over here at Cook Realty Partners. We haven't talked for three months. I have some exciting news for you. I cannot wait to talk to you. Call me back. I'm in my office today or first thing in the morning. Uh, give the number and hang up. Exciting news. There's a new restaurant opening. I know somebody looking for a job. Uh, It doesn't matter. What is your exciting news? Listen, guys, you're the movers and shakers in the community, and y'all are afraid to call anybody or share something. Go spread the news. Like Roy was talking about in Bible study, go stop hiding your Christianity. Stop hiding that you're a realtor. Put on a name badge. Call people. Get out in the community. Don't be a secret agent. Okay? So leave a message that is impactful enough that they're going to call you back. All right? You want to run through Friday real quick? I think I already hit on it pretty much. But listen, you guys, Friday, I don't cold call. I'm not good at it. You know, Mr. Ruby is one of the – he's walking by. He's one of the best cold callers. It's not me. It's not me. So I had to figure out a way to get around it because we all need new business, right? And listen, if you can call a stranger and close them and get an appointment, kudos to you. I just never could. So – I always leverage the relationships I have. I'm super, uh, or was super active in the community, just like uh, Phil is. You know, Rotary, I had a running group, I led a Bible study. Get out in the community and meet people. They're your advocates. And so when you need to meet somebody, go to their social media page and see if they have a relationship with somebody you want to meet. Hey, I want to meet that guy at the, at the chamber. I'm going to go see who he's friends with, see if we have a mutual friend, and I'm going to call that friend and say, hey, Marvin, are you going to the chamber mixer tomorrow night? He says, yeah. I'm like, hey, can we meet outside five minutes till I need to meet um, Greg Forrest? Can you introduce me to Greg Forrest? Sure. And Marvin and I walk in. Marvin connects me to Greg. I get Greg's card with my 35-second elevator speech, and then I call Greg and say, I met you with Marvin. You're a friend of Marvin's. Guess what he's going to say? I'll have coffee with you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right? So, leverage your relationships. That's how Friday was always my funnest day because I could just give a lot of honor to my friends and the people who referred me, my past clients, 
and get some new referral partners and see if we can work together. And right now, if you're making those calls, set up a Zoom. Listen, this is the best opportunity for us in the fact that Zoom has come around. Can you imagine how much time we're going to save not driving across town? Can you imagine how much money you're going to save not buying a salad for a jerk that you don't want to work with after you meet him? Right? I mean, let's be honest. I, how many times have you all gone to lunch and you're like, I would never work with that person? Anybody? I mean, yeah. I'm like, they don't have the same morals as me. That ain't happening. Right? But I had to buy them lunch to figure it out. Well, now I can go on Zoom for 15 minutes and figure out their wants, needs, likes, and if we're going to jive or not. So use this as an opportunity to change some systems. You can still meet new people. Just do it on Zoom. Does that help you guys with your Fridays? Kendra, I got something I want to add to that, yeah. too. Um, remember, we use the dashboard form. And before that, it was a 10-4 form. And Kendra was the one that taught me to use it appropriately because I never had a business list, right? You hear Rick, I only make calls off of my list. Kendra, always listed, always a list. And for a long time, I would just, like, figure out who to call in my business day trying to find business cards and waste time. And the wasting time turned into me not doing it, Okay. So once she said, okay, from your 10-4 form or your dashboard form, you pick one to two people that you like, that you want to continue the relationship with, and then you add them to a business list. Yep. That you never struggle on a Friday. You come in, you already have your list. I treat it just like a top 50, but I have more people in that list so that I can constantly, you know, call them with the hopes of building a relationship better, stronger, deeper, to get them into a VIP situation. Very okay. cool. All right, so we have four minutes. We're going to try to grab a couple questions. Uh, okay. Make sure you hit your raise your hand button. You got one? Yeah, Jennifer Bowman. has got a question for us. Go, Jen. Okay. Sorry. My I can't hear. My Wait, I can't hear. Um, there she is. Okay, guys. <laughs> Sorry. So the ones that you're taking off, I obviously we all know I struggle with my database. So uh, it went from nothing to 3,600 since you were my coach, and now Kay looks at my 3,600 and says, what the hell are you doing? Um, so <laughs> the ones that were deleting from getting it back down to that 400 actually manageable caller. So do you just leave them in a drip campaign? Absolutely. I definitely would. Listen, that's I mean, yeah, that's your farm. So that's like your video farm. So you could do a video uh, newsletter or just a video a month and just drip on them. The great thing about video and social media um, if you have an assistant, they'd go follow them on social media and get them to follow you back. So when you're posting stuff on social media, they would be there. Send out your monthly videos with a market update, tips to list the house, things that are happening in the real, in the lender world. But yeah, you're just dripping on those. And listen, if you get one of those, that's a gift. Just take it. But the ones you really want to be working in a relationship with are the other 400. Yep. Next question. Oh, we got Adam, new guy. Can you find Adam? Got Adam? New guy. What's going on, Kate? Here from San Diego. Um, wanted to kind of see what a script would look like when you meet with your VIP on how to close them for, like, to get the referrals. Like, let's say it's a divorce attorney. Um, you know, hey, can you guarantee me to be the first person on the top of that list that you refer to or whatnot like that? So I can take that one, Kendra. So one thing that um, to start building a referral-based relationship Okay, number one is you actually have to have a relationship. So early on, you never just come in off of a meeting and start asking for business right away. You haven't earned the right to do that. All right? So one thing that we do, we have a gifting program that we create. We gift them. We meet with them. Okay? 
And once we start to establish a relationship, you make it about them. So Kendra, how can I help you out in your business? What can I do to help you out today? And once they give me something and I make them about that, I try to, I try to help them with that need. Okay. But once I help them with that need, this is the key. So write this down. Once you help them with that need, this is where you can teach someone the referral-based business because you're going to ask them for something in return. You're going to say, hey, fantastic. So I'm not a problem. I can do that. If you ever run into someone that is ever has a question about real estate, looking to buy or sell, can you say a few things about me? Can you just remind them, like, hey, you got someone and say a few things? And that's how we typically create it. You can't get upset if someone never refers you business if you don't ask for it or you don't teach them how to do it or you don't have a relationship with them and you're just demanding it. Most of the time, we just don't have a strong enough relationship. It's easy to ask when you have a relationship. Yeah. So when you're building that VIP list, Adam, I would suggest that you go to the people that you already use right? Like your CPA, your financial planner, those people to start the list and have a conversation. Exactly what Kay said. When we all started our VIP list, and this, there's a long story behind that, but um, when we started it, we just put a bunch of names on the list and we're like, why aren't you selling, why don't they send us business? Oh, we're going to take them off the VIP list. Well, we, they didn't even know that we wanted them to send them business. So you have to have an expectation conversation with them. You know, how can I help you with your business? The other thing that I will tell you guys about the VIPs, there are three things the core teach, and you can teach it to all of your VIPs. We teach prospecting. Where do your leads come from? How do you generate leads? How are you, how's the leads? If it's a restaurant, how's the customers coming in? Do you have good foot traffic, right? So we teach them how to generate leads, okay? The number two thing is employees. If it's a restaurant, they need servers. They, you know, they're, they're going to need people to work for them. If it's a small business, they may be looking for an assistant, they're always going to need team members, okay? And number three is profitability, which is why we all work. So those business people will love to have conversations around those three things. So when you're looking for a need, how's your leads or how's your traffic in your business? Is everything going good? Or do you have, are you planning your next hire? How can I help you? Does that make sense? So you can fill those kind of needs in the conversation as well. Did that help, Adam? All right, so we're out of time, but I promised somebody they would have one more question. So who is it? It's, uh Okay, so I think Beata's question was, what CRM do we use? Most of us use uh, Top Producer. There is, you know, if you have lead generation coming in, leads coming in from other sources, you can use Boomtown. People use Wise Agent. Um, Follow Up Boss is another one. And then um, I just heard of one more, and I can't think of what it is. But Real Geeks. Real Geeks is an affordable one that's really okay. good or something like that. All right, so, Kay, wrap this up because, guys, we're going to lunch so give it up for yeah. Kay, and he's going to close this out. Great job, Kay. Great job. All right. Well, you know, Kendra, this was an awesome class. I really appreciate you, you know, allowing me to teach it. This is something I'm very passionate about, and it was just an honor to teach it with you. I want you to raise your hand if you've got two new tactics that you can go for starting Monday to start attacking this list to change. Remember, you just need two. Okay? You've got to master them by next November. My challenge to you is you don't go back to work and go back to what you're doing. My challenge to you is be disciplined, get out of your comfort zone, make the small changes, and I promise you will blow up. You're going to get a survey right now, and if me and Kendra knocked it out of the park, we love five because we're going to go over it with you. So we'll see you soon. Go to lunch. I'll we'll see you at the fireside chat. Yeah, we'll see you guys at 345 back for a closing session. Be here. Bye, guys. 
You've been listening to the Corps Sales Training Boot Camp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.lacourtraining.com.